This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. This podcast is straight fire. What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode 148, the final episode of the year 2016 of the Basic Bookers podcast. If you don't know, I am Rich Serez, here with my bro, Basement Jerry. Yeah, that's right. We're the Basement Bookers. We are rated R for realness. That is the tagline. This podcast is like, Rich and I, this is our jam. We love this podcast. It's kind of like our baby. It's it's our baby in the sense that it's an ugly baby. Like, all of us know that the baby is ugly, but we still try and we're nice to the baby because one day it might grow into itself. Like That's what this podcast is. Like that kid in that movie Mask way back in the day? Yeah, but like, you ever see an ugly baby? Yeah. But like... You want to give it a shot because there's a chance that this is just a phase and they'll grow up to be a beautiful person. You want to give it a chance, yes. Yes. I mean, I'll give anyone a shot you, if I if I happen to have some extra Jameson on me. Just give them a chance yeah. to grow into a person that's better looking than they were as a baby. That's what this podcast is. This ugly baby will one day grow into a fine, handsome, or beautiful member of society. That's right. And as... The final podcast of 2016, This Ugly Baby brings to you the Golden Pencil Awards, also known as the Bookies. That's right, Rich Derez, the Bookies. This is the, the one time a year, the first time a year this year. We, we, you know what? I really feel like we've done awards before. Like, we've done our own slammies. Yeah. But this, this is more important because... We got, we got the tuxes out. We got tuxes out. We got bow ties. Mm-hmm. We got corsages. Cummerbund. Cummerbund. All we, nine. There's a limousine waiting outside. No, we are podcasting from inside a limousine. <laughs> in the basement. In, in, a, in the basement. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is a thing. The stars are out tonight. Stars are out. Fucking flashbulbs are going off, blinding me. Can't see shit. By the way, for those of you wondering... But what about the veggies? There are no veggies this week. WWE is pretty much off for the week. That's right, folks. We're getting knee-deep in meats right off the bat. And I mean that in every sense of of the word. We're going straight to the good stuff. Are you ready for our first award of the night? Oh, you asking me? Yeah, you. Oh, yeah. What about them? You. Are you ready to receive the gift? Bookiverse. The gift. Of the bookies. Listen in, man. Alright. First award, as nominated by Basement Chair, the Mike Adamley Award for Mediocre Announcing. Our nominees are, in no particular order, Tom Phillips, David Otunga, and Jerry the King Lawler. Basement Chair, who you got? Wow, this is a tough one, Rich. You know, thinking about the years... We've had to deal with Jerry the King Lawler. Um, I'm going to say that in my entire life, 
by Wrestling Life, uh, David Otunga has said more terrible things than uh, Lawler has in his months on the announce table than Lawler has his whole career. If you if you if you're picking up what I'm putting down here, I do. I am. Uh, indeed, not only bad stuff. It's like he'll be fed something. Like they'll give him an easy an easy line to jump on and say something, and he just won't get it. Or he'll be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's what you mean." And it's it's bad. It's just bad. You're right, Richard is, and that's why I chose that. But you know what else? I feel like I feel like if they didn't like. I don't think a lot of people understand. They can, I don't think they get, like, you have someone talking in your ear mm-hmm. while you're talking. Right. I don't know about you guys, but that's really hard for me to do. Mm-hmm. If someone's talking in my ear, like a voice in my head, mm-hmm. like somebody's like right next to me talking to me mm-hmm. while I'm talking, I get angry. And he's being fed stuff. He's not being himself. Yeah. Some people just don't work well that way. Some people just don't work well. Yeah, and David Otunga, you get the golden pencil. You get the golden pencil, the bookie. Do you want to read the second? Uh, usually we have presenters, but uh, they all couldn't make it. Uh, there wasn't enough money. You know you can help with that. <laughs> all right. So this next category is the Shockmaster Award for Failed Debuts slash Repackaging. Now... Rich, would you care to explain what this entails? Well, let's see. A failed debut would be something along the lines of a brand new character coming up from who even knows where, and something happens where they just can't get off the ground. Or a repackaging that happens to be the same thing. Why don't you give us the list of uh, nominees there? We can uh, go over why they were nominated. And no payoff. Like, no payoff. All right, uh, the nominations, the nominees who received the nominations, hmm. hence them being nominated in the first place. Uh, first is Emelina. Then we have the Make Darren Young Great Again, Bo Leaving Bo. So those are the, um, those are the selections there. What do you, uh, what do you think's gonna happen here? Who Man. do you think should walk away with this? With this golden pencil. Well, let's discuss them now. The make, the 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 believe in Bo thing. He st- he started coming out reading poetry. He wrote. He attacked his his friend Curtis Axel, his tag team partner. He did that. I don't know why. Twice he beat him up. And no payoff. No, like he beat him. He beat him clean. Does he? Have, and that was it. Yeah. Um. We don't know why he start. He started doing his. Best impression of John Heidenreich reading the poetry. No explanation of the poetry. Now, the Darren Young thing, very similar. Don't know where he's going with Bob Backlund. I think Bob Backlund lost a tooth sometime this year. We still don't know how that happened. And he's not great again. Arguably, he wasn't great before, but that's a whole other point. I don't think he was great before, though. I think he was good. I, I, I love when he would do the dance. Millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. I really feel like the word great is being used incorrectly places, you know? Yeah. I don't like saying someone is great just because you don't want to hurt their feelings. 
Like, you should yeah. be able to say someone's good, mm-hmm. and they'll still be good. Good is good. Yeah. I don't, I want to be good. Mm-hmm. I'm not good. I want to be good. You're pretty good. I'll say pretty good mm-hmm. over great. Because I feel like that's not... It's more honest. It's more genuine. Yes, yes, yes. I feel like great... Great. It's just great. It's great. It's great. Right? You're great. It's one of those things. Like, we've inflated it. Mm-hmm. There's inflation great. It gets spread around too much. It used to be hard to be great. Mm-hmm. Alexander the Great. Yeah, I mean, he was great. He was just great, right? Mm-hmm. And great's not the best. Yeah. So It's not necessarily the best. It's great. So what are we doing here, you know? I, I, I don't know. I don't get it. And Emelina, speaking of no payoff, like, where is she? I don't know. Like, I think... Three three weeks ago, she's supposed to debut, right? I think it's douchey. I don't know who gets the golden pencil. Say she wins. Mm-hmm. Does she get it or it's the writers? Like, do the writers get it? Isn't isn't it always the writers? So the- so much of this is the writers, but, you know, we're, we're getting it to the gimmick. So maybe whoever came up with the gimmick. Because she doesn't pick when she gets to go on TV. I think after the second time, they're like, hey, guys, let's see how lo- how much longer we can do this before they stop caring. I don't know. I don't know who's making the calls. I mean, ultimately, it's Vince, but, you know. All right, so... Vince gets... Really, Vince gets all these awards. Vince gets all the golden pencils. Wow, you're right. You know, I just... I just blew the... You killed it. Just blew the story. That's just it. Just blew the cover off. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, folks. Uh, take care. Brush your hair. What, what, what's I, I, I can't believe it. <laughs> you know, some might take this as a negative, <laughs> but who else ever in their whole life buried their very first award show within, <laughs> I don't know, five minutes? Jeez. I mean, I, I think this has got to be a record. You get the Golden Shovel Award this that, year. This is incredible. I this is such an honor. I just I want to thank everybody who believed in me. I want to thank everyone. I thank Rich Deriz for giving me the opportunity to completely bury myself, bury him. Thanks, just, thank you for letting me hand you the shovel. Th- you're welcome. We just we did this together. I think we did. I think we did this together. <laughs> this is a team effort. There's no I in team. The basement bookers, we're ride or die. Right. I, I saw a meme where there actually is an I in the A. If you do a capital A and make it block, where Holy like shit. where the A is not like pointed, but it's like it's like A and like it's the the hole in the middle and the thing below it, the, the space below it is an I. You know what would make those Da Vinci Code mo- movies better? What if you're the guy? <laughs> Instead of fucking Tom Hanks. Instead of Tom Hanks and it's you, Mm -hmm. and you're explaining his weird stuff, but, like, in your way. I'd have to travel with a whole bunch of liquor. Yeah, but... It's frowned upon in some countries. Dude, it's gotta be for the benefit of mankind. For mankind, I, I I will travel the world and drink its alcohol. You have to. I mean, you don't have a choice. I don't. It's like, in life, people get gifts. Yeah. You know... Not gifts, like, on the internet, but gifts. gifts. And you have one. Isn't it selfish for you not to share your gift? I'm trying to share it with the whole book of us. Shit, you know, I'm honored. 
to be on the same podcast as you, sir. Thank you, Bob. You are, you're a great man. It's amazing. Within the same two, three minutes stretch there, you completely buried this entire podcast, and then you put me over. That, that is talent, my friend. What if, thank you, you know, that I appreciate that you said that about me. What if, what if that's the true meaning of Christmas? <laughs> what if that, it's learning to put bury your, over. <laughs> learning to bury yourself and then put someone over. That's the true meaning of everything. I guess. So. Maybe. Alright. So, who you got? <laughs> you went way off the rails. Like you weren't even on tracks anymore. You're in the water. Well, guess what? Now it's not a train, it's a boat. It's a boat. It's okay. a boat. Now we're in a boat. Like Thunder in Paradise? Yeah, for the sake of this podcast, is the boat called Thunder? I don't fucking remember. Because the boat is in Paradise, it would make sense. It would make sense. Unless the thunder is the trouble. So much of that fucking show didn't make any sense. Yeah, I'm not going to try to rationalize it. So, who do you want to pick for this award? <sighs> Assuming we're still doing an award show. I think we can still do this. Well... Here's the thing. Emelina hasn't had her chance yet. Granted, it does fall under the category of we haven't had a payoff yet, but it still might come. I feel like it's a part of the gimmick now at this point. Which would suck. It reminds me of Eva Marie's thing. Yeah. I mean, as long as there's wardrobe malfunctions. At least she's going to be a heel. So are we picking that or... I think we should pick one of the other two. All right, so let's do Darren Young. Yeah, I, I like thought they, they you, definitely devoted a lot more time to it. Yeah, I thought they were utilizing Bob Backlund for a reason. I mean, they got to pay the guy. So if they're paying him money, should, they would make better use of him. So I think that's going to be my pick for this award. D. Young, great again. All right. Congratulations to Darren Young and uh, Mr. Bob Backlund. You, you both deserve it. You can share the pencil. There's only one award. Hey, now. Hey, man. Don't. Not everybody <laughs> thinks like you. That's how important you are. See? See? I'm not, I'm not the one. Listen, I'm just saying. You're telling two dudes to share a pencil, and one of them we know. Well, let's. let's Bob Backlund is all man. Bob Backlund is all man. Fucking Hindu squats on the side of a fucking highway when he was training with uh, the X Division. In TNA, obviously. Dude, I'm going to do Hindu squats once every half hour. Like, a set. One, oh, one set every half hour? Every half hour. A set of ten. Crazy. I'm going to do it, bro. You going to start now? No, tomorrow. Okay. I work today. On to the next category, which is the We've Seen Enough category. Now, he spells Cena like John Cena. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've seen a fucking thousand signs a year saying that. Uh, so... Oh. We only actually only have two, um, both are feuds. Two feuds listed in this category, basically where we're, we're done with it. It's over. Please stop. Don't, I don't do this it. anymore. Yeah. Sasha versus Charlotte and Miz versus Dolph Ziggler. Basement Jared, what do you think? Well, you know what I think, Richter is? I think it's a good thing we only have two choices in this category, so we don't have to spend more than 10 minutes on it. Mm. Uh, look. Jeez, 10. Look, Dolph Ziggler and the Miz have been wrestling each other way more times 
You can look that up on the Google. You can, or on the network. Yeah, way more times they've locked up than Charlotte and Sasha Banks. Even if you if you add their NXT matches, it's still not as much. It's not. So, look, I like Dolph Ziggler, The Miz. They they're cool guys. They work. They're good wrestlers. The Miz is a good character. Mm-hmm. Borderline great. Ziggler, he something's got to change because it's the same thing. And it hasn't been working. He was better as a heel. I think he was cooler. Mm-hmm. Like we we get it. You you, tr- you 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 try real hard. You have a little edge that could, but with a high pitch voice. Yeah. And you're more amped up. You're you're the little edge that could, with the hairband wig. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what you are. So, I'm gonna have to give it to that one. That needs to stop forever. I'd see another Charlotte, Sasha Banks before I watch another Miz Ziggler match. And that's no matter what's on the line. Yeah. They I could agree. both be heavyweight champion of the universe. Yeah, I agree. It's like, granted they had the, the match where um, Dolph put his career on the line. Great match. But like, not even just this year, like past three years, I feel like that's just like, that's been their go-to. Like, remember... Rock Austin all yeah, the time. It's just not fun, man. It's not fun. This is... Can we stop writing like it's the 80s or something? Like, mm-hmm. can we move along? Yeah, like, you can... This day and age, you can be edgier and cooler. You can mm-hmm. get away with more stuff. TV 14 now is not TV 14 then. Mm-hmm. Or whatever the ratings are. You could get away with a lot more stuff. South Park says shit. Yeah. You don't have to go that, you don't even have to go that far. Yeah. There's ways to, to write a good product. For, what was it, promoting, uh, TLC? They said bitch. Yeah, but like, they say, oh, it's for kids now. But you, but it's from like 8 to 11. Yeah. I was in bed by 9. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm still in bed at 9. But when I was get a, up at four. But this is on purpose. But when I was a kid, I, I'd be asleep. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man, because kids are better now. Like they need more input than what this is. I think. Yeah. Like from thirteen or and up. Like under that, they can. They don't care what's yeah, happening. Yeah. So TV fourteen. It's like fine. the little kids don't care. They don't yeah. know what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know. What am I doing? Alright, listen. I'm sorry, guys. I, I I don't like to do that, but it just bugs me. Yeah, so Dolph, things. So Dolphin Miz get the pencil. They get they get to get the pencil. You can cut all that shit out. You can take all that stuff I'm out. I'm keeping it all in. No, you can take it out. We'll it see. was long winded. Fucking. You can take it out. That's all right. You got the next one. All right. So we both agree that the Miz and Dolph Ziggler can have that. There's no fighting on that one. We yeah, they, agreed. They need to take the pencil and not fight over it and go away. The most excellently executed year. This category basically is like, who's had the best year this year? It's pretty simple. Uh, this one's easy, but as usual, it's an honor to be nominated. So the nominated people, 
our runner-ups, runners-up, uh, is Asuka, undefeated women's champion in NXT. You don't really have to say much about that. And uh, Dean Ambrose, uh, Money in the Bank ladder match winner, beat both Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns to become uh, the champ. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you, let me just go back a little bit. Did you watch NXT this week? Uh, no. I told you to. I texted you. I know you did. Okay. But this is a, a conversation for another time. The match. Granted, this is this was taped in Osaka a few weeks ago. It's the same show where Shinsuke won. Is it Nia Jax versus Asuka? Yeah. Okay. It's the same, It was the same show where Shinsuke won the title back from Samoa Joe. I get that. Asuka versus Nia Jax. Great match. Holy shit, what a great match. Great storytelling the whole match. You should watch it. I'll watch it later, but right now we've got more important things. I just had to say that. Alright. So, we we decided that it was in our best interest not to kid ourselves. Mm-hmm. That the most excellently executed year goes to a man after his debut. His surprise debut in a 2016 Royal Rumble. Who's, who got popped? He got pops louder than the champion. And he beat John Cena. Not once, but twice. Three times, maybe. I think. Last two times clean, I believe. Mm. He's the champ that runs the camp. The face that runs the place. The phenomenal one, AJ Styles. Styles. Yeah, there's no fucking around there. Dude had an amazing year. Great. Like, how many how many matches out of WWE's top 25 matches was it like? WWE.com listed their top 25 matches of the year. AJ Styles was in six of them. That is almost 25%. That's more than 20%. That's right, Rich Deriz. That's why you're the math guy. You're the guy. I wouldn't have figured that out. Well, it's, you know, figured divide by 100. 24%. Of the top 25 matches of the year. Six. That's ridiculous. So, the next one. You can do the next one, too, since that was easy. Yeah. There's no there's no debate in that. No, it's just not. If you, if you think anyone had a better year than AJ Styles... You're a liar. Us, yeah, let us know. Stop kidding yourself. And... Just... Let us know. Follow the bookers. Let us know so I can send Rich to Riz over to your house to give you a pedigree. Ha! Alright. So, the Scott Hall. You want a war? You are gonna get one. TNA Convert of the Year. Man, it's amazing where this category just comes up. <laughs> because it's almost like there's only one possible answer again. But mm-hmm. we're gonna do it anyway because, it, as usual, it is also an honor. Mm-hmm. To be nominated for a golden pencil. It is. And the nominees are Eric Young, mm-hmm. Austin Aries, mm-hmm. Samoa Joe, mm-hmm. and uh, some guy, uh, AJ Styles. So, I think... Uh, I didn't list Bobby Roode. No, you didn't. You didn't, list, you didn't list the glorious one. He wasn't in... He's not in anything, is he? He is, I think. Probably oh, indeed. I'm going to write him in. 
All right. Best entrance music of the year. Bobby Roode. Easy. Okay. Easily. There you go. He gets he gets one in the lightning round. He he gets he doesn't just get a gold a golden pencil. He gets the glorious golden pencil. That's right. That's a special award that only uh, the glorious one. It's got a button on it and it plays his theme song. So I'm gonna say AJ Styles for this because how can easy. he? You know. You go ahead. All right. You're gonna turn. do the thing. Yeah, two easy ones. I know. I knew I was getting someone when I wrote that. He's got his own thing now. Oh, absolutely. Now this is uh, a topic very near and dear to my uh, heart. 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 <laughs> we call it Smoke Show of the Year. Oh, have mercy. Now, let's be honest here. Let's be honest. All right, let's go with the nominees first. We have not picked a winner yet. We oh. have not picked a winner. Uh, the nominees are Maurice, Lana, Nikki Bella, not Nikki Cross, by the way. That's the only one I meant. And Alexa Bliss. Now, honestly... I'd like to throw in an honorable mention. Honorable mention... Renee Young. Renee Young, oh. I don't know what it is, but I think she's got like a certain kind of uh, 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 appeal to her. She's very cute. I feel like she's real. She is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she feels real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You felt her? Like, emotionally, I guess. Because, like, the other way is impossible. Right. You know? So, so let's be honest here. We are all winners in this category. I want to thank, I would like to thank all five of our nominees. I want to thank them all for the bottom of my heart. Yes. (laughs) My heart. Straight from there. Straight from there. Shooting right out is where I want to thank them. The, The organ. Yeah. Straight from the organ. Yeah, the so, I honestly think, well, Maurice has shown us more, but Lana has, I feel, garnered the most interest by doing it more subtly, showing us the curves, but not showing as much skin, except in that Enzo segment, which was fantastic. I feel, though, that Maurice's accent... Puts her over Lana's accent. I'm not as much of a fan. Well, Maurice's accent is real. It is. Lana's accent is silicone. Yeah, so. Yeah, because I've heard her actually speak regular. In that movie. Yeah, and also on, uh, she's on this season of Total Divas. I heard of, I don't watch that show because I'm a man. Mm -hmm. I'm a real manly man. I just have it on good authority that she uses her, uh, American accent. He's a man. I am a man. I'm like William Regal. A real <coughs> man's man. A real man's man. So, I don't know. I think... I like... I think Maurice edges out over Lana. By a close... Like a narrow margin. It's close. I'll be honest. I like Maurice's face better. And she has... I don't know. There's something about her that's really cool. But then it's like, well, what about the other ones? Who else is there? Nikki. Right. <sighs> Nikki's great. We know there's a little plastic or something involved. I think she's too... She's dumb. Like, I don't know. Not like... 
she's dumb because I don't know that. She might be smarter than me. You know, she actually got a higher score on an IQ test than Brie Bella did. You would think it's the opposite, right? Maybe. Dude. I just think maybe Brie has a little more common sense. And uh, there was, there's a saying that I know of that says, uh, a smart man knows when to keep his mouth shut. Oh. And basically, like, you could be a little bit smarter than someone, and you show it by not saying stupid shit. On the intelligence test, smarter. they asked... Oh, Nikki's smarter. They asked who the president was during the Civil War. Mm-hmm. I saw commercials for that. Oh, so you know that Bree said Teddy Roosevelt? Yeah. <laughs> and Nikki knew that was incorrect. I don't know if she knew who the president was. Right. Did she? I don't. I don't think they covered that. Anyway, no, it was Franklin Delano Roosevelt. So we, oh, we, oh, God! All right, <laughs> so we got uh, Renee at the honorable mention, mm-hmm. and Alexa Bliss. Oh yes, Alexa Bliss. Look, I've always thought she was hot. Um, I love the petite look. I love the fucking pigtails a lot. But once she did the. The two tone lipstick, the the Harley Quinn thing. Uh, it's let's just say I had trouble standing. Can we just can we just chill here, bro? Okay, what to do? We're chilling. Here? We're chilling. I, listen, I hear you. I, I'm not saying cool it down right I'm now. I'm not saying I'm having trouble standing now. I'm All just right. saying I had trouble standing then. All right, I'm in gonna, my own home. I'm gonna say I don't know, bro. She can't be trusted. She just looks like she can't be trusted. So? I can't... I can't nominate somebody like that. Does that make her less hot? No. But you say... You, you think she's hotter than Maurice? Probably because she's younger, right? There's that too. Although, on the other side of things, Maurice will know some stuff that she don't. Exactly, because she's French. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she might be cooler. And, well, also experience. Uh, no, she's theoretically. Speaks, uh, theoretically. Well, it depends. She might not have been with as many guys. Well, let's see, you know, I, hey, uh, ooh, um, I can't, I can't quite, I can't exactly volunteer to test out that theory, but <laughs> I'm not saying I would decline <laughs> to offer Maurice, Alexa, I think you know where to find me. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone knows where to find you and how that would be impossible. Because you'd probably be killed. By who? Oh, I don't know. Miz? Your wife? Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> you see, she doesn't listen, so. <laughs> if she listens. Dude, but like if it happened. Well, listen. You'd be murdered. Is it worth being murdered? I don't know yet. I'll let you know. If, if it happens. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. Uh, shit. All right. Uh, I'll pick Alexa Bliss because she's younger, and she's got more longevity. Mm-hmm. Even she though does. I don't trust her, I don't trust her motives. I don't like what she's about. I'm not a fan. But the gold when when awarding the golden pencil, mm-hmm. you have to be objective. You can't let personal feelings get in the way. I'm saying. So who is it? Alexa, Nikki? Yeah, that's what I meant. Alexa, I thought you okay. got what I meant. Okay. Good. When I said you shouldn't let personal feelings get in the way of choosing the winner. I gotta say, she she was a dark horse in that one, considering that we pretty much had narrowed down to just Marie Solano. 
in the pre-show. Yeah, the pre-show gave me a lot of time to think about not holding grudges. She didn't. Very good. She didn't book that. No, no. And we'll, we'll get to that now. Now it's my turn. Next that's, category. That's the laptop being handed to me. This is the Doc Hendricks Freebird Award for Tag Team of the Year. The nominees are The New Day. New Day. You're too lazy to type it. You just put ND. Just like in all modes. Club. Uh... What's AA? American Alpha. American Alpha. The Cesaro and Shamos uh, team. Cesarus. <laughs> Shimzaro. <laughs> Shimaro. Revival or DIY. That's do it yourself. Yeah. So, um, this was difficult. Because just because you pull the titles for a long time, does that make you the best? Like, what about the defenses? They're faces, but they cheat. Who, New Day? Yeah. True. But, like, they're... I felt like, in the beginning, they were fun. Mm-hmm. But, like, since it's a gimmick that started, like, a year ago, mm-hmm. it's still kind of been the same thing from, like, last year to this year. Mm-hmm. And it's gotten, like, worse. So this year I was like, towards the end of the year, I got kind of tired of them. Yeah, I hear you. So if it's not New Day, then I think it's definitely not the club. Because I think New Day had a much better year than the club. The club was used poorly. I agree. They still being used poorly. Now they're bullies. They're which, l- is, which is better. It's just, it's still, they're bullies, but it's like a lame 1980s. Like they might as well be called the Bully Club. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. that'll be their gimmick. They're, they're just the Bully Club, and they're the ones that fight the the, the garbage man and the policeman tag team. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just from there. And I just I think it's lame as shit. I don't know what. Why don't they just do what they did in Japan? Just do the same characters. Just use <laughs> what worked in the first place. I don't even know what the characters were. Exactly. Oh, so just go out there and beat people up. Hashtag beat up John Cena. I, that was their best stuff because they were AJ. And then they started being doctors. That was, yeah, they made them silly. Like they tried to, they tried to show some personality. I don't know if it was them or it was, I mean, it was definitely the writers, but like they tried to make it work. They did their best to make it work. I'll admit to chuckling a bit, but. You know what? I already pick a winner. I, I came up with the winner already. Well, let, let's go over. So it's not New Day or Club. So we have American Alpha, Cesaro and Sheamus, Revival, and DIY. I like the team of Cesaro and Sheamus a lot now, but I don't think they had the best year. So it's between two current NXT teams and a former NXT team. It's the Revival, bro. I'm sorry. Look, I love, I love DIY. When, when they won, when they won the tag team championships, I wept. I know. I had a tear in my eye. Mm-hmm. I felt something in my heart. Like the hair on my forearm are standing up mm-hmm. right now. Look. I see. Oh. They're standing up. How'd you roll to sleeve your uh, tuxedo that quick? Because cause my goosebumps, bro, from thinking about that match. Mm-hmm. But the Revival are such great bad dudes. They are. They're like these they're jerks. 
and you just want them to lose. Mm-hmm. I hate them. I hate them with, but with the bot. If I saw them in the street, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it to their face, but I'd be like, "You're so low." Yeah, and <laughs> mean it. I'm so they make me angry. They brought Gargano's leg, and mm-hmm. it's like gonna tear it off of him. They like, kicked these his guys leg are, out of his leg. That's right. They're bad dudes. Mm-hmm. No flips, just fists. Fantastic. I agree. I I think the revival had the best year out of all these teams. They were definitely dominant. They definitely dominated in a very heelish way. They even gave up a spot in the Dusty Classic in order to have their eventual tag team championship opponents get beat down by the Authors of Pain. Uh, great year. Great team. I can't wait for them to be misused on the main roster. I hope they never come up. I hope they stay in NXT where it's safe. I'm saying, right? <laughs> Some, sometimes it's better just... But the problem is, at this point, they really have to. Mm-hmm. But you don't want them to. I know. It's like, oh, I want them to really start getting paid, but... Eh. Just, uh, let's just be optimistic. I think we uh we picked a good one here. I agree. And now... It's time for the book award for the most electrifying mic work of the year. This year. This year, of course. And the nominees are... The Phenomenal, AJ Styles. The Miz. Smack Talk Skywalker himself, Enzo Amore. Dolph Ziggler. And... He wasn't around much. But just because he is who he is, John Cena. You know, John Cena, he's just really good at talking. He is. I know you didn't see Talking Smack, but him and AJ actually had a great back and forth. Well, that's good to know. Um, AJ Styles, while overall the best in the world right now on that show, which, let's face it, he's phenomenal. Yeah, I'm not gonna say it anymore. That's the last one. <laughs> uh, just not the the best stick work, is what they say. Indeed. Although not bad at all. No, yes. he's looking at the category. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm gonna say that I like the Miz for this one personally, because he's so unlikable. He plays his character very well. I feel like he's that guy. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um. I think we can agree Dolph is happy to be nominated. Uh, I think yeah. Enzo is so consistent. He's so consistently good. He's so creative that it's hard to not pick Enzo. Alright, here's the thing. I got something for Enzo. Alright. And you're not, you're not going to agree. This, I, I think I thought this category would be easier, but it, it, you're giving me some convincing arguments here. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's all flash and no substance. Like, it's got so much flash, right? Your eyes can't adjust enough to see what it really is. Ma- That's he, what I'm saying. Yeah, he, he just he makes so many puns, so many connections between one thing he says and the next. Yeah, but it's just, you can't see through the flash. He's too flashy. It's all flash, but no, I don't... But this is just for his mic work. I understand. There's no weight in the words. It means nothing. Are you saying because he doesn't really back it up? I mean, it just doesn't... It feels empty. 
It doesn't ring true for you. It's like I'm I'm saying all the cool words in in a rhyme. Okay. That's current and cool. Like I'm not. So it's not electrifying enough. It's just it's hollow. That's all it feels to me. It feels hollow. I feel like <laughs> a ridiculous like art critic talking about like a painting. Mm-hmm. Like oh, this is just hollow. I don't feel anything here. Okay. I think you've convinced me. Miz is definitely consistent. He's but you feel it. Definitely, yeah. He's definitely like, is he that guy? Him. Absolutely. And the stuff with Daniel Bryan on Talking Smack that yeah, went over onto SmackDown. Because you know he's saying all those things, mm-hmm. right? Because he's such a coward. He's saying all these things because he knows medically Daniel Bryan will never and can never wrestle again. So he doesn't have to worry about him beating him up. In a sense, he has beaten him mm-hmm. without beating him. Because mm-hmm. he can do what he can't do. And that's why he mocks him. That's mm-hmm. why he does his moves. That and the fact that I feel like a lot of the stuff he said that he was so passionate about on Talking Smack, about like stuff people say about him online, I think was really, really true. Just give him, give it the pencil. He's got it. He's, He's got, got the pencil. He's got the pencil. Don't don't write on the walls. Don't get grounded. It's a golden pencil. It's golden. It doesn't you got the next have, category. Doesn't bro. have lead. I, I I see it. Thanks for highlighting it. You know I would have found it. I know. No doubt. I figure it would make it easier. All right. Don't don't bury me. I already did that. Did that myself. All right. Uh, it's Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes feud of the year. Ooh, he did, bro. So Sasha versus Charlotte, The Miz versus the Dolph Ziggler. Cedar versus uh, AJ. I mm-hmm. thought that said AI. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. You fought a computer? <laughs> DIY versus Revival. Ooh. Whoa. This category is dirty. Why would we do this to ourselves? <laughs> we like to have debates. Uh, I know, but damn. Could we debate something easy like we did. The existence of extraterrestrials? Dude, we debated Smoke Show of the Year. I think that was... Alright. Like I said, we all win that. We all definitely get the golden pencil, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I got it all the live long. Alright, listen. Uh, uh I can't pick Miz vs. Dolph Ziggler because it's not a new feud. Right. Technically, it's an old feud. Like three, Some might years. say a centuries-long feud. Just about. They're, like, they are the Highlanders. It feels that way. And their current incarnation, I just can't take it anymore. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't mean like Rory and the other one. I, I meant like the show Highlander. No, I got I you, bro. Because I, I said Highlanders. I'm like, wait, that was a tag team that failed. But I know what you meant. Yeah, okay. I'm explaining to our listeners. The Race of Immortals. Yeah. You've seen the movie, right? No. You know, you, all right. <laughs> I know about it. So, Sasha vs. Charlotte, Tita vs. AJ, or DIY. Bro. Oh, I got I, I can't. This is easy for me. You gonna debate me, bro? This is gonna be hard. Well, let's let's go over them each. Um, the shortest was Cena vs AJ, I think. Right? Yeah. As sh- um, with it being the shortest of the three feuds, do you think it was a heated enough feud to possibly beat out either of the other two? No. All right. So because now we're down to two. It was cool because. I feel like for the first time, WWE handled building a star they didn't create. Mm-hmm. And they did it with 
AJ, the dream match that people are calling it. Mm-hmm. Because when you talk about wrestling, how many times in a conversation did, who wanted to fight AJ Styles or John Cena? Yeah. Because they were, they're, they're the faces of their respective companies. Exactly. It's like, well, we're never going to have that conversation. I, I feel like WWE is basically having that conversation simply without saying TNA. Calling AJ Styles now the face who runs the place, the champ that runs the camp. Yeah, but I feel like he sh- he belongs here. Oh, absolutely. Now. He's belonged think, here for at least five I years. I think everything that happened the way it did happen for a reason. He had to go to Japan mm. and then come here. Like, he couldn't do TNA to WWE. I think he needed to go to Japan first. I think maybe the E wanted to see if he really had a drawing power without Dixie. Yeah, but he he does. Absolutely, he does. Mm-hmm. He does, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm you not gonna say you. the word. I'm not gonna say it. He's phenomenal. I okay. So that's your you cut off now. All right. All right. We'll cut off. We'll cut off. Okay. Okay. All right. So while that was a great feud, I don't know if it's better than uh, DIY versus Revival. I I think there were times. Where I thought they were going to turn on each other, mm-hmm. but they stayed friends, they fought through it, and they finally won the belts. Like, even the matches they lost, I was like, damn, why couldn't they just win, man? Yeah. Why couldn't they No just... great matches. I mean, why couldn't he just hang on that one extra second, bro? Yeah. I was there for one of those matches, the Brooklyn Takeover show. Yep. That's why this category, I'm, I feel biased. I'm letting my personal feelings get in the way of good journalism. Well, you know what? I I can't disagree because, like, we narrowed it down. Like, Cena and AJ was great. I feel like it could have and maybe should have gone longer. Sasha and Charlotte, we already said, what, uh, is in the Cena enough category. Same with Dolphin is. So, it's DIY and Revival. That's it. Congratulations, guys. You, you get the pencil. Hey, that is the Revival's. Second pencil. Second pencil. That might be a new record, since this is the first one. Absolutely. I think I brought it back, bro. Your pencil? I, I dug it out. I dug, I dug out the award show. Nice. Back up. Well, We're above ground now. Well, I. it's only going up from here. Next. You could only go up. Can't get lower. <laughs> now we have the Savage versus Steamboat match of the year. Just want to preface this by saying this: in no way do any of these matches even equal that Savage match. And yeah, that's Savage yeah. Steamboat WrestleMania. I, I just, I just decided, and Basement Chair went along with me, that we're just gonna give all these pencils their own interesting little titles, sort of. Yeah, it's kind of tied in. Yeah, it's fun. We made it up because, like, regular award names are stupid. Yeah, oh, match of the year, like. Everyone has a match of the year. We have the Savage versus Steamboat. Match of the year pencil, brother. Yeah. Alright. So the nominees are Sami Zayn for Shinsuke Nakamura. I love that match. It was a great match. It was great. Don't shed a tear yet. DIY versus Revival, two out of three falls. That's the one when they would have titled, brother. It was. He was wiping it out. Oh my god. What a beautiful <laughs> moment in uh, in fake wrestling. It's so it beautiful. Fantastic. I felt real, bro. So well done. But like a play. Sasha versus Charlotte at Hell in a Cell. AJ versus Cena. The second one won it. Or AJ won clean. 
and Dolph Ziggler versus The Miz, which was the IC title versus Dolph Ziggler's career. It's rough. This is a rough, rough category. It always is. Was this a ladder match? No. Okay. He lost the ladder match. This is a straight regular match. Yeah. I remember talking for days on end about that match between Sami Zayn and Shinsuke Nakamura. Like, I've told coworkers, go by the network and watch this match. It was that good of a match. I thought. Um, there were some that disagreed that aren't fans of or don't understand the strong style. Meaning, like, two guys can just completely wail on each other, punch, punch, back and forth, back and forth, punching, 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 and then just punch, just punch themselves out. Some people don't understand that. It's just to me, this is my opinion, maybe I'm one of those people. I just feel like a man can't take that many pretend kicks to the head. Mm -hmm. Like, it just makes it seem more unrealistic. You know what I mean? I absolutely do know what you mean. It's like, listen, it's 2016, right? There's a thing called UFC. Mm -hmm. And I've seen what happens when you get kicked in the head. Yeah. It only takes one. So for 50, and I'm exaggerating... Not by much, maybe. Not by much, maybe. <laughs> 50 kicks to the head. Like, can we stop this now? Don't do that anymore. It's like you're flaunting Santa, the, the myth of Santa Claus to teenagers. Mm-hmm. You're trying to get 16-year-olds to believe in Santa. It's not going to work. I see what you're saying, and in most cases, I agree. I'm critical of the strong style for the exact same reasons. I just feel like this match was better put together. It had, I mean, maybe it's just Sami Zayn brings that fire and Shinsuke is just so charismatic in like everything he does. I feel like sometimes Sami Zayn oversells. Like he got one of the kicks to the head he took Mm. and it was like a regular kick to the head. It looked like he died. Can, like, he sells, like, he looks like he's got, like, this glazed over in his eye. He looks like he's unconscious. Can you decide whether he sells too much or doesn't sell enough, please? <laughs> please. Begging you. All right. Pick listen, a side. Pick a side. Listen. Le- left Twix or right Twix? Pick a side. All right. What I'm saying is, after he lands, like, 40 kicks mm-hmm. in a row, mm-hmm. he'll, like, he'll be dazed for a second. And then he'll come right back. And he'll do like a powerful clothesline. It's the fighting spirit. But then he's out. But, no. Uh. Then he, he hits him with one kick. Not a mm-hmm. flurry of kicks. Mm-hmm. Just the one. And he slumps over like he was hit by a hammer. It's inconsistent. Even I'm confused. Did you catch that? Yeah. See? So, alright. So, But it was a good match. Uh, I don't know what the story was. The story was Shinsuke's <laughs> making his debut in America. Yeah. And Sammy, Sammy was graduating. Yeah, but who knows that? Time. Except for us. 
all the NXT fans that were there and were watching because how many people watched NXT? Thank, they, they chanted "Thank you, Sammy." You're welcome, Sammy. And what? What? <laughs> Listen, I'm the one drinking. You gotta stay on the rails here. I'm on the rail. Right. The third rail. Listen, that's electrifying. Uh, the whatever. third rail on a subway system is an electrified track. Yes, it helps the train go. It does that's why you don't touch it? Are you shocked? Yes. I'm not doing the Metallica reference. I wasn't asking. Okay, good. So, based on that, I'll eliminate Sasha versus Charlotte, Hell in a Cell. That wasn't a great match. I liked it a lot. It wasn't a great match. I thought it was a very good match. I thought it belonged. The finish kind of messed it up a little bit. Yeah. The, the start of it, to me, was the best part. Yeah, but right, like if you if you if you ignore the fact that it was a blatant tribute to Mick Foley, blatant, then on its own, it was a great start to the match. It was a unique start to the match. Dude, they should have just did the finish correctly. The well, the beginning was fine. Just just the finish, bro. Charlotte's too damn skinny to go through a table. Dude, it's all about the finish. Then don't do it. Don't do. They don't have to go through a table. It's not a tables match. But that was supposed to be the finish. Put it through a table, and then she hits, I don't know, probably a moonsault. Instead, they ended with natural selection. You know what I'm saying? Man? I do. Just don't put them in that position. That's all. So, that leaves us with the two out of three falls DIY versus Revival match, a.k.a. Jared's emotional match. Jared's emotional fucking... I can't believe he's... He, does he think wrestling's real? Moment. AJ versus Cena 2. AJ's clean win. And Dolph vs. Miz, Icy Tile vs. Dolph's career. You, you pick, man. You get to award the pencil. I feel it's only fair. Because you'd be objective. I don't know how to do that. They're all good. They are, and for me? They're all good, and that, there's nothing wrong with good. We, we had this conversation. Indeed. This is going to be a tough record to beat. With the Revival getting three. Jesus Christ. Golden Pencil, the DIY vs. Survivors. I, I, I really think... It was an amazing match. Jesus. If I can criticize one thing. And you the, can. The double tap at the end was a little too choreographed. I thought that was epic. But. That was epic, dude. I still revival. It was like they couldn't be stopped, man. Those <coughs> dastardly scoundrels. They'll do anything to win. They'll, they'll cleverly cheat. Mm. And they finally, they, they, they finally got their comeuppance. They did. The payoff, bro. I was... The payoff. That was an amazing Listen, match. These guys are dicks. Mm-hmm. They're dicks. They get away with everything. I hate them. I know you And did. then they finally... They finally get caught. That's the payoff. That's they, a payoff. They did it themselves. It was worth it. All the anguish. And the... The, the upsetness one would feel. Yup. When, when, when the faces got screwed over. Mm-hmm. Shit. What a match. What a, what a match. What a match. What a, what a category we have here. This is the Drew Carey Keep Your Ass at Home Award for Celebrity Douchery. <laughs> uh, the nominees are Gabriel Iglesias. He's the comedian known as the Fluffy. Uh, his SmackDown stint and Ashton Kutchner, Kutchner, Kutcher, Kutcher and Danny Master's son, racist, obvious racist, (laughs) uh, on Raw, and Jon Stewart at SummerSlam. 
It's easy, I think. It's easy, right? Because John Stewart at SummerSlam was part of the reason why New Day did not win Tag Team of the Year. Yeah, fucking John Stewart, stay the fuck home. That's the fucking message here. That's that's your takeaway. That's your takeaway, and it's worth it. Speaking of fucking douche, why don't you take the golden pencil and shove it up your ass? Please do. Speaking of uh, douchey celebrities, we now have the David Arquette Award for the most undeserving champion of the year. And the nominees are Kevin Owens with the Universal Championship, a.k.a. ugliest title belt in the world. Ugliest, dude. Alexa Bliss for, obviously, the SmackDown Women's Championship. And Roman Reigns with his United States Championship. This was a close one, I feel. Because while Kevin Owens has done nothing mm-hmm. to elevate the Universal title, because it's kind of hard to do, because it looks like crap, mm-hmm. he's not great. But his, it's not his fault. Yeah, like, I'm saying his is, run mm-hmm. is kind of mad. But at the same time, mm-hmm. he's doing something with the belt. I mean, he's defending it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't know what the alternative would be, mm. except for him. Plus, you just get it out of the way. He's had his title run. Yep. Here it is. It came. We're fine. And it does prove he can carry the brand. People want to come see him lose. People want to see Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho get beat up. They do for free. Yeah, but I know, I'm just saying. Dude, they had to do two for one for Roadblock. I'm not pointing any fingers here. It's I'm true. just saying. That's a, that's Roadblock, evidence. did you see how many fans Roadblock drew, even with the 2 for 1 deal? Not enough. 8,000. Dude. We could probably could have got good seats. We wouldn't have been able to get there. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever it was. Wherever it was. It's not near here. So Roman Reigns in the United States Championship, huh? That's what I'm thinking. Me too. I feel like I'd rather Rusev have the championship and actually, like, have people try to take it from him. Mm-hmm. Roman. We had a conversation about him, didn't we? We did. Think of, see, Roman Reigns' U.S. title run is, unfortunately, a side effect. Sorry, Matt Hardy. Of Kevin Owens' Universal Championship run, which is. A side effect, sorry Matt Hardy, of Finn Balor's injury. If Finn Balor hadn't gotten injured, neither of them would have had a belt. Well, maybe, but certainly not the way this year fucking unfolded. I wonder if they would have done a Kevin Owens-Roman Reigns-United States title feud. Maybe, I don't Because Jericho and Owens are Canadian. They are. Because they could have went with that, but he... The Canadians have the United States Championship. You know, um, Finn getting hurt really changed a lot of their storylines. They needed um, to take Roman out of the Universal title picture because Finn got hurt. Why were they going to put him in the heavyweight title? Wasn't he already? He was the champion previously. He was the WWE champion. Right? But he lost it. He did. But, like, he was up there in the hunt. And then, so, they had the Universal Championship, and they gave it to Finn. Finn 
I'm guessing was supposed to feud with Kevin Owens. He Finn, was. Finn got hurt that night. I get that. And then they'd give the belt to Owens. In giving the belt to Owens, they started, maybe they started a lot sooner than they wanted, they started the Seth Rollins Triple H feud, which also results from the Seth Rollins Kevin Owens feud, which also brought Jericho in. Finn Balor getting hurt did a lot of shit. So I should be mad at him? No, I'm just... Oh. Did you see the movie The Butterfly Effect? Oh, God. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that Ashton Kutcher movie. You brought it back! It's a shitty movie. It's a really, really terrible movie. I couldn't take him seriously. Like, that scene in the bathtub where he... I couldn't even drop... I I can't even kill myself right. I laughed. It's not supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be fucking poignant and sad. But I was just like, he has no arms and legs, and he still can't fucking drown himself in a fucking bathtub full of water. What a nightmare. It's not supposed to be funny at all, but it was. What kind of life is that? That's a nightmare. The theory of the butterfly effect, for those who don't know, is if you go back in time, millions and millions of years, you accidentally kill a butterfly, guess what? Dinosaurs now rule the earth when you get back. Because you completely change the course of global history, not only human history, global evolution history. And that's what Finn Balor's injury did. Alright, so the whole point of this category... Was to pick the, the which one of the worst champ. So I'm gonna say Roman Reigns. <laughs> Roman Reigns because I, I already put him in bold. Because Roman Reigns, we were talking about how maybe he should because Jim Ross. Remember I said last week because mm-hmm. he had said he could work heel but still be a face. Yeah, people want that. You could have had him make a deal with Seth Rollins <laughs> that he'll have his back and mm-hmm. trying to get back the. uh to obtain a universal championship, he never lost. Right. Because... he never lost, though. Because he never lost it in the first place. Mm-hmm. And because of whatever, Stephanie doesn't like him. Right now, he can't get a title shot against Owens. Yeah. So if Seth Rollins beats Kevin Owens, then Seth Rollins guarantees Roman Reigns that he's going to give him a, a fair title shot for the belt and be made the best man win. Yeah. And they'll shake on it. And then you can decide from there whoop, if you want to flip anybody, mm-hmm. if you want to make a character change. And then from there, the branch just keeps going into like this really awesome direction. Mm-hmm. And it's this great, beautiful tree. <laughs> Lots of possibilities. Infinite. See, I didn't just complain, bro. I gave an alternative. There you go. All right. So. Next category, please. This is the Sheriff Austin Award for Best Authority Figure this year. What? Uh, the three ones to pick from is Daniel Bryan, uh, Mick Foley, or William Regal. I don't watch enough of SmackDown for Regal, but when I do... You mean he, NXT? Sorry. You know, <laughs> when I, I don't really get to watch a lot of NXT. Mm-hmm. But, uh, William Regal is just, I, I feel like he doesn't do anything really. Like, he just says facts mm-hmm. and rules and obvious things we know. Mm-hmm. And to like argue with Samoa Joe. Yeah. That, that's boring to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan because he's Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. And some, and he does, he, while he does sometimes flub lines, when Mick Foley flubs lines, it makes me sad. <laughs> I don't know why it makes me sad, but I feel down when it happens. It's like, oh, because then his teeth come out. And... Yeah, but you know, it's kind of like 
He's yeah. doing this for us. I can't be. He, he wants to help us. But it just it's cringy sometimes. He said in an interview recently, he's on a handshake deal. Exactly. He's there for us. So I picked Daniel Bryan because he's awesome. Yeah, I agree. And he could beat both of those guys. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'd love to see Bryan versus Regal, though. And we'll never see it. It's not on the network? Uh, probably happened before, but I'm saying, like, current. Yeah, you don't want Regal wrestling now. And now, actually, this is your. He wears tights. You don't want that. It's true. <laughs> this is this is your category to read. This is easy for you to read. No, it's yours. Oh, this is the Teddy Long Holla Holla Player Award for the worst authority figure of the year. Mm-hmm. Look, we got Shane. We got Steph. But look, the the winner's not even in here. This is Dixie Carter, owner of TNA, for not knowing how to keep a company running. I mean, as bad as Shane and Stephanie are, they at least keep, they've got their shit together. Dixie Carter, here's a golden pencil. We've included an instruction manual so you can learn how to fucking use it. I wouldn't say that uh, Stephanie and Shane are keeping them afloat. I mean, I'm sure they have guys for that. It's Vince that keeps it floating. Mm-hmm. If it was up to them, I don't know. Now we have the cool story, bro. Network original show of the year. <laughs> and the nominees are... Holy Foley! Known for Mick Foley saying, Why? Why? Story time. For cartoon caricatures and fucking... Shit champa- stories. Yeah, and champagne bottles representing Ric Flair's penis. Camp WWE. Where we get to see and hear Paige curse once. The Edge of Christian show that totally reeks of awesomeness, which of course has mentions of the ass cream. I want that show to win. And Swerve, and yeah, Edge of Christian. Dude, it was so funny, and I met Christian, and I told him that I would make an award show to specifically award him with an award. I fulfilled my promise. There you go. You know this was my idea for a category. Yeah, it was. Or was it? I don't know, was it? Whose idea was to have an award show? Yours, even though I thought of it too. I just hadn't texted you yet. Bullshit! <laughs> you, you can't prove it. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Holy shit! I put you over! <laughs> Are you burying me? I'm not burying you. You did that yourself. I did, but I got myself out. <laughs> you just threw the dirt back on. The same dirt that I dug you, out. You handed me the shovel. I'm like, eh. You, okay. You didn't even use a shovel. You like use your foot. You just kick some dirt into my grave. Fucking things are dirty enough. Quick hits. These are special categories specifically for certain performers. We have quick hits. Deletion of the year, of course, goes to the final deletion. Yeah. Which was the first deletion, in fact. But I guess in the broken universe, time goes backwards. No, it goes, it's linear and forward. It's just that he's been alive, like, a bunch of times. Okay. But his son, Maxwell's soul, is older than his soul. I've heard that. He is an older soul. And then we have the Roger Murtaugh, yes, from Lethal Weapon, I'm too old for this shit, award. And that, of course, goes to Old Bird. Yeah, the 50-year-old man that shocked the world. By defeating Brock Lesnar. If we're talking about Shock in the World, I would have rather seen Brock versus the Shockmaster. God damn it. There's still time. There is still fucking time. Here. You got this one. 
Right. All right. This is the million dollar man challenge dick move of the year. Now we got Ellsworth. This category is basically dick moves. If you don't know what a dick move is, then I guess you're a good person and have ah. been lucky not to get dick Dipped. moved. <laughs> not, to have a, not to have a dick move on you. Yeah, that's right. So it's Ellsworth costing Dean Ambrose the championship. Um, AJ Styles reuniting with the club. Mm-hmm. Charlotte attacking Bailey after the Survivor Series win. Or Triple H screwing Seth out of the Universal title. And Becky's women's title run, which I'll put as an honorable mention. I feel like you guys are jerks. And you should let Becky keep the championship a little bit longer. Because she's the coolest. And she's straight fire. And you should stop making her do that all the time. Did you know she was more serious in this match? She didn't do it? Yeah, and her, her outfit was awesome. Yeah. I, they finally got her gear right. They fixed it. They fixed it. I was so happy. But yeah, you guys should fix this, please. So uh, Luchadora is definitely Mickey James, right? I don't think so. I thought she was dark-skinned. I couldn't see. I thought it was Naomi. You think it's Naomi? Or, actually, in fact, the, the, the shape... She might have been too tall to the be shape, Naomi. The shape of the lips... And this would go against the tall thing, but I don't know. I didn't have any fucking way of gauging. I thought she actually looked like Jackie Moore. Nah, it's not Jackie Moore. It's probably not Jackie Moore. But it could be Jackie Moore. Shit. There seemed to be a lot of hair under there. She she had long hair. Alright. Do oh, I? We'll find out. We'll, or or we won't. Or we won't, because payoff, yeah, right? Yeah, maybe this maybe this will... I mean, we're giving it a shot, but maybe this might get the... Uh, Whatever the fuck the name of that award was. Yeah. What was it? What? The, the No Payoff Award. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That one. What is it? That fucking guy. That fucking guy. Oh, yeah. The Shockmaster Award. Oh, yeah. For uh, debuts and... Yeah. Dude, that was like ages ago. I don't remember that far back. <laughs> That's how it is when you when you do this podcast. So what do you think, bro? Uh, what was the question? The dick. Move oh yeah, 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 the dick move, dick move. <laughs> the the Becky was an honorable mention. AJ in the club was real good. Um, Ellsworth screwing Ambrose was like for me it was really out of left field. Like I feel like I should have seen it coming, but I didn't. Yeah, well, the ferocity of Charlotte's attack on Becky was like surprising. It's like in Bailey. Bailey. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's all names. <laughs> it's all names in a book. Starts with a V, ends in an E. Does it end with E? Ends in a Y, but it's an E sound. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> yeah, but Becky ate the pen, right? A SmackDown lost, right? We're talking about the post-match attack. I know, but I wanted to talk about... Oh, I, it's fucking... I don't remember that. Because Nia Jax beat her up. Yeah, she was the last woman standing, I think, on SmackDown. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, wasn't? Yeah. But Bailey got the pin. Yeah, Bailey got the pin. That's right. Okay. And Charlie attacked Bailey afterwards. But you expected that kind of. Yeah. But it's kind of dicky. It's definitely dicky. Now, what was the last, the last one, the last? The one? Universal Title, Seth Rollins. That was a big one. I'll do that one. I didn't expect that. I really thought. Owens was going to get pedigreed. 
I think I subconsciously saw it coming. Because Triple H helping Seth was a little too obvious. You know what would have been better? What? If Cass did it. If Cass became the Universal Champion. We hate him so much. That would be a dicky move. Right? That would be the dicky move of 2017 if it happens. Dude. And it's like out of left field like him? That's a Vince McMahon guy. So, Triple H brings Seth uh, the Universal title gets the pencil. And now, our last award of the evening. You ready? Thank God. Thank God. It's my tie Yeah, dude. I took my tie off. I'm going to take my shirt off. Hold on a minute, player. All right. All right. It's getting hot in here. This is the Vince McMahon Make This Guy Look Really Good Award for Superstar of the Year. For the record, uh, Rich DeRiz came up with that title. Not me. Just want you guys to know that's his award. Yeah, I had like, I don't know, I, I didn't have a lot of time to prepare. That's what I thought of. And Vince likes to make these guys look really good. Yeah, so let's do this thing. And the nominees are, in no particular order, Charlotte. I noticed they're now going by Charlotte Flair, specifically. Charlotte Flair now? Yeah. They're showing it on the thing. I guess that makes sense. Samoa Joe. Because that's like Charlotte Flair. Hmm. Rick Flair has a daughter? Oh, I'll check this out. Like, I mean, they, they haven't mentioned it at all ever, right? Yeah, but people that don't watch. Everybody <laughs> knows who Ric Flair is. You say Charlotte, it's like, alright. I guess. AJ Styles. And, as you say, just to piss people off, Brock Lesnar. So, does AJ Styles have more pencils than the Revival, or did he tie them? I don't think he tied them. Let me see. No one's had a better year. I, I don't understand. No year. And he's great in the ring. Like, overall, every this is what this is about. This is about overall. Yes, it is about overall. AJ has two bookies right now. But he's got he's got to win this one now. Well, are we going to discuss it, or are we just giving it to AJ? I'm, I'm giving it to AJ. When you think about it. I'm okay with that. He's consistent, right? He's always the same guy. Mm-hmm. Dude, you know what Charlotte might have won if she didn't do that promo on Raw? I'd ask which one, but I think my answer to that would be all. Well, check this out. Do you remember when she comes out and Bailey's like, you know, I'm going to be, because I beat you, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And Charlotte's like, look at the footage. Oh, and yeah. So my shoulder was up. My lawyers. <laughs> that was great. We reversed it and it's like it didn't happen. And I'm like, all right, so... She didn't beat you that time, but she beat you two other times that you can't undo. Yeah. How is it that her losing to you once takes her out of the championship picture? And they had a referee. Dana Brooke was the ref. So how does that make her not deserve a title shot? I have no idea. Because exactly, Charlotte's lawyers say so. No, you can't do... See, even if this lawyers say so, she's still up by two. Mm-hmm. So, Bailey just needs to win more and more. I guess. Whatever, I mean... I'm just saying, it didn't make any sense to me, so that's why I took some points off. 
I shaved some points off that. I clearly didn't shave a thing. Matter of fact, I'm combing this shit. Got my comb on me. You're ready for living under a bridge. No one's gonna fuck with you. Well, you know, I, I got a feeling it's gonna be a really cold winter, so I got the got the beard going. I got Dude, the, this the facial is sweater. cold as it's gonna get. It's gonna be it's gonna be a neck sweater. This is how soon. Look at this shit. You see Dude, this? you have a neck beard. I don't have a neck. You got a neck. Beard. This is neck beard. It's just it's <laughs> the beard is long enough to go. Listen, will, will you do the go home? All right, Jesus. <laughs> what are you, my dad? Stop. Go home, son. Go home. All right. Come home, son. Where, where, where you going, bro? I don't know. Where you going? I'm going to pee as soon as we're done here. And I'm just going to sort out. Then I'm going to... How about this? Fuck you. How about that? Fuck you, buddy. What's up? Listen. You want to fight? Don't, don't make me take this you. tuxedo off. Dude, I will just take my tuxedo off like I'm... This, this shit's... Like I'm auditioning for Magic Mike. Listen, this thing is rented. Right now. This thing's rented. I checked. Dude, mine's tearaway. Mine, mine's mine, tearaway. Mine's not. I mine's tearaway. I didn't pay the extra five You got to be ready if you got a Magic Mike. You know, you gotta get that money. Well, I figure I don't have to. I won't have to do a magic mic when I go to the bar to watch UFC tonight. So, all right. Well, listen. Don't worry. It, it, there ain't gonna be no magic mic in the here. Thank. All right. Thank do Lord. that. Thank God. Thank Vince. Thank you, Vince. All right. Because Rich is a little sissy man. I remember Vince. Except for one of those, you get all the pencils. You get all the pencils except for Dixie's. Did she get her own? We gotta get rid of the instruction manual. All right. You want me to do go home? Go home. All right, this is the Basement Bookers Podcast. And for Rich Therese, I'm Basement Jer. I'm Basement Jer on Twitter. It's at Basement Jer. And I'm there. I'm there for you. I'm there when you need me. So if you ever need to talk, just don't, don't, don't ask me. Don't come to me. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not your friend. Unless I am your friend, in which you can. But if you're really not my friend, it'll get really uncomfortable for me. Like, I feel like I'd have to, like, be someone else. I, I want to be myself with you. In cases like that, just tweet at Basin Booker. Or at Rich DeRiz. Yeah. Uh, at Rich DeRiz loves to listen to people's problems. So he will read all your problems. And he may or may not get back to you. Just consider me your drunken online bartender. Uh, Rich doesn't know this, but we're also BasementBookers at Gmail. We have an email address. Did you know that? Yep. You BasementBookers at Gmail. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I have a YouTube channel. It's Basement Jer's Basement on YouTube. I put content up every day. So you put yourself over it. Every day, I'm putting it out there. So check it out. Subscribe, like. You know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get some of that independent money. I want to get paid. Yo, I want to get paid, son. I want to get paid. I want you to get paid. I want us to get paid for doing what we love. We just, bought some, we just bought some microphones that we're going to start using probably next week. So yeah, we're we getting like, technology. We like that reimbursed. We're getting technology. We're going to make this work. Cause why do get up every morning to go do what you don't want to do? Everybody should be able to do what they want to do every day. I agree. Yeah, you know, there's a saying: comfort is a beautiful place, but nothing ever grows there. I want you to wrap your Wrap your mind around that. Uh, did I blow up everything already? Not Stitcher. Stitcher. Stuff. You know what? Stitcher. It still doesn't have last week's episode up. Or so the gonna, one from two weeks before. Or the that. one from two weeks before that. We're going to attribute that. We're going to, as a Christmas present to you, you have an extra week to get our shit up. Please.
And we mean that in, this is a comedy podcast. We're not serious. We're, yeah. just, we're just joking around, guys. In fact, <laughs> I have because I have obviously our podcast open on Stitcher on my computer at home. Yeah. And it doesn't list episodes 145 or 147. Are there copyright issues or something? No. But on the app, if you go through the app in your mobile device, it's those episodes are there. So what's going on? I have no fucking clue. Like Stitcher has them on some devices. I don't know. I, I, I don't understand it. You don't have to understand it. Uh, so basement book is Facebook page. For Rich Derez, I'm Basement Jar, and I just got one thing to say. I gotta say it again. I'm gonna say it every week. That the match of life is scheduled for one fall. One fall. So you gotta end a year like that. <laughs> I hate when fans do that too. Make it count. God, you douche. <laughs> Follow the